welcome back to another goodness life episode my name is judith rios i am studying to be a holistic nutritionist and i share personal topics on my podcast so if you listen to the podcast you are family your friends you literally know everything about my life well more than people on youtube and instagram so this is the place to go to know everything about me and also i share a lot of health information and this this podcast is just focused on um helping others live healthier happier more purposeful lives and it's just about becoming our best selves right so i share how i do that here i share my tips i share how like i said health information and just how to be better individuals overall so last episode was a 17 step on how to be a healthier you and i did steps one through ten now i'm sorry i'm a little late on this it's been two weeks since that episode aired and it's one of the toppest most heard episode that i've ever had which is so exciting and is so cool and the number of views on that episode was it just like blew me off i rarely ever look at the views on episodes i literally just record and put it up like i don't really care about the numbers this is something i love doing and whoever it is that listens to this i appreciate you and if you review the podcast i appreciate you even more but it's not something that's going to stop me from keep doing this if i don't have the views or something like that but i was i wanted to see the views out of curiosity because it's been two weeks and i hadn't even done anything for the podcast at all not even on instagram like i am really falling behind on content for goodness club and i looked at the views and i was like whoa like it really motivated me to do this the, the second episode already it's just been very hectic um i'll do a recap on my life on another episode because i just want to keep this episode as in like the second step right like the second part two of how to be a healthier version of yourself so last episode we stopped in in step 10 and i'm gonna just resume step 11 right now so these are just in case you weren't here for the last episode i suggest you stop this episode and go back to part one i really recommend you do that just because you'll get kind of like a a you know you'll start from zero and opposed to just listening to this episode i really just recommend um you going back to the last one but if you're here already these steps are to help you live a healthier lifestyle it's not by any means a diet or a five-step program this step guide is to help you make behavioral changes when it comes to eating. It's to help you make a real change in order to feel your best, to find balance, not obsess about numbers, to be free from an obsessive mindset, to get rid of food guilt, and just focus on making a healthier life, just making healthier decisions that turn into habits that then turn into your natural eating style and just becomes your new lifestyle, right? It's, it, it becomes your preferred choice of eating, your preferred choice of living. And um, that is what this step-by-step program is. It's not something that you have to do. Um, like there's no time limit. There is no, you fail, so now you have to start all over again. There is no guilt in this program whatsoever. There is There should never be any guilt or any um, kind of like restriction or, or a time limit to to just living your healthier life it's making behavioral changes and those are going to take a certain amount of time differently for all individuals right so it's not something that can occur overnight it's not something that has to say the same time frame for everyone because some people may struggle with sugar some people may struggle struggle with um overeating some people may struggle with nighttime eating some people may struggle with not eating at all uh, forgetting to eat so this is just a program that fits everyone but that is going to help you slowly but surely live a healthier lifestyle without any of the guilt and it's going to help you maintain those results that you want it's going to help you maintain that healthy lifestyle because in the long run it's changing your mindset it's changing your behavior to when it comes to food to when it comes to 
act activity when it comes to positivity it's going to change your entire life to just look at food as a source of nourishment and to not feel guilty when you eat a piece of cake because that's not the point you know everything is about just living your best life and just having the fundamental like the the core of your life be healthy and um, the foundation of your life be healthy and then just focus on living your best life you know you don't have to be worrying about numbers or weights or sizes or whatever it is if you're truly living your healthiest best life you're gonna look your best right it's just it's what comes with living your best authentic healthiest life you look your best you know you don't have to worry about looking good because you do because you're making the right decisions the healthy decisions so I'm going to jump right into step number 11. Like I said, if you want to go through 1 through 10, it's in part 1 of the series, but we're going to start with part 11. So have my little paper here just so I wouldn't forget. 11th step, we're going to find new healthy simple meals to cook. I do this on Pinterest. I literally just Google easy, simple, vegan meals, and you will get, you'll get like a lot of crock pot recipes, which... I freaking love to be honest they are so easy to do I think I was like a crock pot cooking fanatic for like four months or five months just because it was so easy to just chop everything up and put it in the crock pot and I had like a chili a vegan chili I had like a vegan soup I had a creamy pumpkin soup I had um curry it was literally guys the easiest thing ever and I am no wizard when it comes to the kitchen So my recipes that you see on TikTok or on Instagram, they are so simple. If I can do them, you most definitely can do them because I, to this day, I don't even know how to bake, bake, right? Like I don't know how to bake a cake. Like I have to read the instructions from a box and I cannot bake from scratch. So if whatever you see on my Instagram, like my recipes, it's things that I found from Pinterest and things that I found from like certain girls that, um, that share easy healthy plant-based meals but I kind of switch them up because sometimes I don't eat like I don't put baking soda I don't put sugar I don't put coconut sugar I don't put any kind of sugar or like some um oils like I'm very minimal when it comes to my eating style it's very simple I noticed that I really don't need any baking soda in any of the things that I bake, like my oatmeal cookies or like some pancakes or cupcakes, like they always just turn out good. So I don't know what the baking soda is for um, because I just don't need it. But I'm kind of rambling on here. (laughs) Um, Just look up easy plant-based meals and explore all the different varieties, right? Because at this point, you're by step 11 you're probably like, I want to diversify my meals. I want to be eating more, you know, yummy looking things. I want to be eating still healthy, but different, right? At this point, you can kind of get bored of like your your changed method of eating. And you're just like kind of like wanting to go back to some certain foods because they're yummy, right? Like it's normal. Like they taste yummy. There was something that you enjoyed. And at this point, maybe you're in this point in the step program you're probably like I love you know the results I love what I'm eating but I just want more variety I just want more like yummier food and guys there is yummier plant-based foods I promise just go to Pinterest this is your job this is your task for this week for this month for however it's going to take you to accomplish this task get it done and get it like downright packed and and have some like simple meals simple simple plant-based meals like on your head or like written down until you memorize them that are your go-to meals right that they're different they are a variety mixed meal like it's something different that you're gonna have throughout your day um and it's it could kind of be like your go-to meal right like maybe one day you don't know what to eat but you know this plant-based easy simple crock pot recipe or like a wrap recipe um i've gotten a few of my like go-to with and chickpeas are like (laughs) they're life-saving chickpeas you can make make them into like scrambled eggs you can make like um like a tuna type thing into it and like wrap it in a sandwich or in a tortilla i can do so many things with chickpeas and they're all on pinterest guys so 
That is your task. That is your step for 11. One thing that I do see that may happen to some of you, which happens to my husband. I'm so grateful for my husband because if it wasn't for him. I really wouldn't have like a point of view or like a glimpse into what other people might struggle with, you know, because I... I literally just um I look at it I look at a recipe and if I don't have an ingredient I just substitute it like I really do not take it so seriously like it's not a big deal it's not stressful for me to like look up a recipe and just go to the grocery store and buy it sometimes I'm even like I'm even at the house and I don't have like four ingredients for the recipe that I just looked up on Pinterest and I really don't care I just replace it with whatever I think will taste good or if I don't have like an onion I'll use like a shallot or something like that. You get me? Like I'm not really picky or like following recipes to the T, right? And my husband, Alfredo, this is something that's very stressful for him. Like for him to follow a recipe, it has to be exactly how the recipe says to do it right and if it's not that way he gets super frustrated he says that it's not going to turn out the way that he likes that it's going to turn out bad and he tells me no you can't do that because the recipe says that you cannot do that right so maybe there's some of you that are that are like this and that's totally normal my only advice which is my advice that I give to him is do not take it so seriously experiment if you don't have a certain ingredient don't worry about it. I'm pretty sure if it does taste good, it tastes good. If it doesn't, it doesn't. You learn. And um, maybe the recipe doesn't even need it. Like I know there's a ton of recipes that I've done that I maybe I don't have like a jalapeno or like mustard or mayo. Or I don't have like a veggie, a specific veggie. Like I'll replace sweet potatoes for for orange carrots and guys, it's not a big deal, you know. Like don't take it so seriously. Don't get stressed out about it. Um, just do your best, you know, your, le- your learning experiment. And that's basically my advice too when it comes to looking up recipes and not getting stressed out about it, right? So once you've done your 11th step, you have a couple of recipes that you really liked and that you found and that you can see yourself doing, you know, occasionally. And you're like, okay, you know, these, I really like these recipes. I'm going to keep them in my Pinterest so I don't forget because they were so easy to do and I just love them, right? You have that down packed. You add a variety to your meals for whatever time you needed to do that and you're ready to move on to 12 step right let's take a quick break from the episode to talk about one of my favorite brands moon juice moon juice sells skincare collagen protein supplements adaptogens snacks overnight oats i just love everything that moon juice has to offer i literally buy everything that they have on the site there's nothing that can go wrong all of their products are amazing i personally love every single one of their adaptogens i love their magnesium powder that i drink every morning just to help me relax and stay peaceful throughout my day but what i love buying from them most of all and what they're known for is for their adaptogens Adaptogens are herbs that aid our bodies in reacting to or recovering from both short and long-term physical or mental stress. Some also boost immunity and overall well-being. Research shows that adaptogens can combat fatigue, enhance mental performance, ease depression and anxiety, and help you thrive rather than just muddle through. They work at a molecular level by regulating a stable balance in the hypothalamic, pituitary, and adrenal glands. These are involved in the stress response. They work by hacking the stress response in our body and helping us feel the most at ease and helps us with our mood, with our fatigue. It's just amazing herbs to include into our daily lives. And I know that I use ashwagandha, cacao, maca, shisandra. There's so many herbs that you can drink for also beauty. And I just love all of the ones that Moon Juice has to offer. They are a daily thing for me and I would love to share them with you guys. You have to try these. If you want 15% off from Moon Juice, use my code JudithLReels15 and you'll get 15% off your entire order. Now back to the episode. So the 12th step is start a meal delivery system. Um, You don't have to do this step. 
you can totally skip this this step but if you want to diversify your meals if you want to expose yourself to healthy delicious plant-based clean organic meals you know that you don't have to worry about cooking every single day you can start a meal delivery system so i use sakara i love sakara it's a bit pricey for the meals so if you don't want like sakara is something that i would do like every like once every two months right because that's my budget for it but you can do like three you do like breakfast lunch and dinner and you pay for that for three five or i think seven days and you get those meals that are literally ready to eat they you have to eat them because if not they go bad right so this is this kind of meal delivery system the meals are freaking delicious i love love sakara and their meals it's like so colorful so mixed with variety of vegetables and fruits and you really do get a lot of ideas on how to cook your meals when you buy from sakara because i i have gotten salads and i have gotten certain meals where i'm like i could totally remake this at home and it's so simple and it's and it tastes delicious and the the great thing about it is that every time that they give you a meal if like for example the salad has a dressing the dressing recipe is on the container so what i've done is i've gotten recipes of the dressings um and i have remade it at my at my home because they're just so yummy and it's like you just get ideas right it's really great to like do a little detox with these meals because they're so filled with vegetables and fruits and they're so clean that it'll detox your body right because all you're eating are fruits and veggies so I would recommend starting a food a meal delivery system at this point. Maybe start with Sakara if you can afford it. I have a discount for it, XO Judith, for 20% off your first order. But if you if you go to the website, sakara.com, you kind of don't see yourself with the budget at this moment. It's not something that you want to pursue. My next most recommended meal delivery system is Daily Harvest. So what I love about Daily Harvest is that their meals come frozen, you know? So it's not something that you are obligated to eat right away. So the way that I use Daily Harvest is for those days that I really have absolutely no time to cook. I don't have any motivation to cook. I just want to eat something and get over it because I'm hungry, obviously. I don't want to think about cooking. I don't want to think about washing dishes this is this is my backup right so i always keep daily harvest in my in my um freezer for my backup days you know because whenever you feeling down you're feeling unmotivated you don't want to cook or you don't have time to cook the last thing you want to do is just drive through like a bad uh, fast food restaurant or order whatever or start snacking every minute of the day because you're just snacking you're just trying to get by with food or you eat something super unhealthy at nighttime because it's the last thing it's you know it's nighttime you haven't eaten anything or you haven't had time to eat and you just you you eat you know the fastest thing that you can come up with and sometimes it's not always so healthy so that is where my daily harvest meals kick in i love them they make me feel so good about my choices about myself about what I'm eating, you know, I may have had a busy day, I may have not had any time for cooking, but I still had a healthy meal. And that just makes me feel a thousand times better. You know, I had imagine like you're, you are like really stressed, you're going throughout your day, you have no time to cook, you have no time to eat, you're just, you know, conquering tasks left and right, and then you end the day with a bad meal. So like that kind of like, puts you down for like you're you're you know you were such a go-getter that day you did so many things but then you ended it with a bad meal so you're like damn you know i didn't have time to cook today this is what i could eat you know whatever you know but it feels like a thousand times better when you don't have any time like you were like i mean you you were like kicking ass you know you were doing your best you were doing tasks 
and at the end of the day you pop a really healthy clean organic delicious meal into the oven it's ready or into the stove top you can do it on the pan or in the oven you you heat it up for like five minutes you can actually do the microwave too i don't like using the microwave because of the radiation but you can totally do that right you can just pop it in the microwave you can do that so um you heat it up on the stove for like 10 minutes and these meals are they're so good honestly and um the only thing that i usually do i kind of like you know cook some brown rice with it just to have like a base um, or I put like my own spices on it like I like everything spicy so I put cayenne powder on almost all the daily harvest meals because I do that with all my food anyway so you can kind of like switch it up or like add some things on it and maybe just add some more vegetables that you have in the fridge on top of the meal like you know do your thing add some vegan cheese on it whatever it is but that is my other um, delivery meal service recommendation i love daily harvest and i also have a promo code excuse me for daily harvest and it's judith l reels for 40 dollars off your first order this is a lot more affordable guys it's way more affordable than sakara so sakara is a little bit more on the top you know top part um little bit more pricey i i honestly i think the meals end up being like 20 dollars a meal in sakara for like seven days a week so i mean the salads i buy at whole foods are are also insane but if you don't want to do that you can go to daily harvest and they're frozen meals that you don't have to eat you know right away it's like kind of like your backup and they're way 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 more affordable i promise and they have meals they have smoothies they have um like little date bites they have ice cream the other ice cream is really good super clean no sugars like the only ice cream i would eat is from daily harvest because all the ice cream that i find in every grocery in grocery store it has like high fructose corn syrup it has sugar or, or or like i don't know like unnecessary things and i really do not like their ingredients and daily harvest is the only ice cream that i can look at and read the ingredients and i'm like oh wow you know i can actually eat this it's it's so clean and the only sugar is probably like date syrup or like um what is it that they use i know it's date syrup um and coconut nectar i believe Uh, but yeah it's super super clean so i would say for the 12 step um is do that it's easy for days you don't have anything to cook or you're just really busy you're just really busy just heat it on the stove and have a healthy plant-based backup meal so step number 13 get rid of processed foods nothing packaged and make cook meals that only have produce ingredients like bean chilies veggie soups curry dishes try eating more of a whole foods diet so this is step number 13 it's basically eating more of a whole foods diet which is sticking to like things that the earth made right that the earth mother nature has provided us with that is beans legumes vegetables fruits grains seeds stick to this try to not eat anything that's inside of a box no pastas no cereals um no cookies nothing that's been processed so literally stick to the produce section for however amount of time you want until you're comfortable with it you can even start slowly maybe start with like one dish figure out a completely whole foods plant-based dish that you can make that is um literally just from things of the earth right so start nourishing yourself like you live on a farm basically that's how you that's what step 13 is about it's about dipping your toe into this new entirely new way of nourishing yourself it might be difficult at first it always is especially if you're someone that's not used to even going to the produce section or you're like what in the world right (laughs) like how do i just eat vegetables how do i make vegetables into a dish this is where pinterest comes in and that is what step number 11 was for to kind of like tip your toe into what a easy plant-based vegetable dish looks like right 
So the 12th step is that try eating like you eat on a, like you live on a farm. That is the 12th step. Move into this eating habit as slowly as you want. You know, you can progress yourself into it. You can incorporate maybe a lunch or maybe a dinner every day or maybe just one meal a week. You know yourself best. You know what you can accomplish best. You know what works for your, you best. You know if you really like pasta or if you, or if you really like cereal, it doesn't matter, right? You can still eat that. My whole thing is always try it out. If it's not for you, just move on. You know, it wasn't for you. You don't have to eat a green smoothie every single day to be healthy. It's not like that. There's a million other things that you can be doing and eating every single day to be healthy and to get all the nourishment that you need. You don't have to necessarily be the matcha latte, matcha drinking, um, uh, green smoothie drinking, uh, veggie eating, uh, spinach consuming, you know, woman or person to be a healthy eater. You know, it's not what's trending right now. It's what works for you. Um, so yeah, whole foods diet. I would, I a hundred percent recommend eating a whole foods diet. I believe it is the easiest, healthiest um most nourishing way that you can eat and you are going to see the benefits of it your hair is going to grow your skin is going to glow you're going to have a better mood you're going to have more energy you're going to see that acne disappear you probably will develop some gut issues like bloating especially if you're not used to eating beans and legumes but this is something that your body gets accustomed to and for example if you eat beans and it bloats you Try it for some time, but if your stomach never stops being bloated, don't eat it. It's not for you. Your body can't handle it. It's okay. You don't have to eat beans to be a healthy person. Like I said, if um, if nightshade vegetables really do something to your body, makes you blow, you don't eat them. Just stay away from them. Just because it's a healthy food doesn't mean it's healthy for your specific genetic code, for your body. You are a different, entirely different human being and you have a different system than everyone out there, right? Somebody that can eat an eggplant, I can't eat an eggplant. If I eat an eggplant, I blow. I don't eat eggplants. You know, that doesn't mean I'm less healthier. I eat spinach. I can't eat cauliflower because it bloats me, but I sometimes eat broccoli and I'm okay. I don't eat um, onions. I can't eat red and yellow and white onions because they really bloat me, but I can eat shallots. So I eat shallots. You know, it's just finding your whole foods diet. It's finding what you enjoy. It's finding what is comfortable in your body, what flows in your body, and seeing the benefits of this way of eating, right? And you can eat like that rule that's out there, like 80 20. I think it is. You eat 80% whole foods and then once or twice a week you eat cereal in the morning or you have a pizza or you eat spaghetti, you know, it's all about a balance, you know, but you're trying to get the foundation of your life to be mostly healthy, mostly whole foods, mostly eating clean and nourishing foods. When I say the 13th step is to eat a whole foods diet, you choose what that looks like for you. It can be the 80-20 rule. It can be four times a week. It can be one time, one meal a day. It can be 15 meals in a month. You decide what a whole foods diet looks like for you. How many days do you want to do this? How many times a day do you want to eat this way? Find what works for you. You get me? When I say start eating a whole foods diet, what you stop, think about it, and you say to yourself, okay, what does a whole foods diet look like to me? How many times am I comfortable eating a whole foods diet? How many times am I going to incorporate these meals into my life? And that it's going to be sustainable. That it's not something that I have to work extra hard for. At the beginning, you are going to have to work extra hard for it because it's something different, right? But once you set up a goal and you accomplish that goal, you're, you're going to change your eating style and it is just going to become the norm. So set up a goal and whenever you accomplish your whole foods eating goal, which is how many ever times that you eat whole food meals, whole food meals, then you move on to the next step. 
you know, because you're comfortable eating how you're eating. Maybe you're eating a whole foods meal once a week and you're fine with that. That's what you can do. That's what you can accomplish. Maybe you're eating a whole foods meal three times a day or six times a week, you know, so that's good. You're good. You have accomplished your goal. It's time to move on to the next step. So step number 14, try healthy restaurants. This step is about getting to know your healthy restaurants around you. It's good to have a healthy restaurant that you go to where you enjoy their meals, right? Because maybe you don't want to cook at home or maybe you really don't feel like eating a highly oily, greasy food or just you want to stick, you want to live the healthier lifestyle, right? You want to be healthy. You want to make healthier choices. Try healthy restaurants. I have my restaurants that I go to when I don't feel like eating, when I don't have, I mean, when I don't feel like cooking, when I don't have any any daily harvest meals in the fridge or I just don't feel like eating daily harvest meals, I have my restaurant, my healthy restaurant that I go to and I buy my food from. And the one that I go to the most is Bole. Bole is kind of like this Subway, not Subway at all, guys. I mean like the way that Subway is made, like you go and you pick your foods it's like a chipotle you know that's what it is bole is like a chipotle is the same exact system but everything is a thousand times healthier so i always get black rice with kale broccoli beans zucchini but they have a bunch of vegetables you can choose from they have tofu they have beef they have shrimp they have chicken they have like teriyaki chicken barbecue chicken lemon chicken then you have your toppings, they have cilantro, cheese, tomatoes, avocado, they have vegan cilantro sauce, vegan garlic sauce. They are such a good restaurant, like a fast restaurant that's like a Chipotle. You just go in, you get your stuff and you leave. Or you can sit there and eat it, you know, whatever. But I love Bole because of that. So it's good to like go out and just experiment with healthy new restaurant type foods, right? Um, I just think it'll open your eyes to more of like what healthy eating is and you'll be more comfortable to go out eating with maybe some friends and family, maybe take some of your family there. I know I've taken every single person I know to Belay. So that's a good, you know, that's a plus because then you're helping your family and friends eat healthier. They can see the healthy meals are not just salads, you know, they can be super tasty. So I think this step is mostly just about having fun and exploring new healthy restaurants and just having fun with the food, you know? This is kind of like your breather, I would say. Just go out, explore new healthy restaurants. There's also Thatch in, I forgot where that's called, down Midtown. Thatch is a restaurant that's literally just all plant-based. I go there with Alfredo, we eat the pizza, we eat the bake in the bakery section. I love their desserts. Um, I love their salad, I love their veggie burgers, so... I would just say experiment, you know, with this step. The 15th step, this might be a little bit uncomfortable for some of you. I know I can care less, but this is uncomfortable for Alfredo until it's not anymore. Alfredo's actually not uncomfortable with this anymore. He's really taken a stand on his health and on his eating and really just going at it, guys. I'm so proud of Alfredo. He's really just changed his mindset and his mentality a little bit he struggled so much at the beginning with pizza and like literally he would eat chicken for every single meal that he had so it was a real real change for alfredo to even leave like the chicken behind like just to stop eating chicken it was so intense like me and him would fight at the beginning he was like hangry all the time he was so bored of all the food. He just wanted chicken and pizza and sandwiches and ham and deli meats. And it was a real change, guys. And somebody reached out on Instagram one day and told me, Alfredo looks healthier. Congrats for him or something like that. And I told Alfredo and guys, whoever sent that to me, he got so happy. That meant the world to him because it really is a journey to become healthier and to just change your mentality. He has really had some low lows, some frustration from frustrating moments. I've had some frustrating moments with him. Um, we have fought over this. Like it's not easy. So it's I. It's so much 
it's so good when you have a supporting partner, right? When you have somebody that knows the ropes, knows how to eat healthier and just is there to help you keep making healthier choices. I think it's so much easier when you have a support group. So I would say have a buddy throughout this if that's something that you need for support. Because I do see how intense it can get for somebody that's really not used to eating like plant-based or healthy eating at all, right? And it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to stop eating chicken. It's just that the goal for Alfredo, for our family, for our future generation, for our mindset at the moment is that we just wanted to stop eating animals. And um, Alfredo just had a lot of inflammation in his in his body. He was very, um, he had a lot of heartburn. He had trouble sleeping. He, his feet was always hurting. Um, honestly, the list can go on. He was almost like borderline diabetic. He had high cholesterol. He was, I don't know how many pounds overweight. And it really, I really sat down with him one day and just told him, Everything that he needed to know about animals, I'm not going to tell you any, everything that, you know, if you're, if this is not something that you're concerned about or you really don't care about stop eating, like to stop eating chickens or, or beef or none of that, I'm not going to like lecture you or like give you the information if you haven't asked for it, right? Maybe I'll do another episode on that if for the people that are interested, but I sat down with him and I told him about animals and what it does to your body and um, guys, he has lost he was 220, I think, but he is now finally in his 100. And to him, when he finally stepped on that scale and he saw that he was finally 100 again after like seven years or like six years, we went on and celebrated because my guy, he did it. And he's so happy and he sleeps better and he has more energy and he doesn't, he doesn't have, he's not borderline diabetic anymore. And He's in such a better mood all the time now. He doesn't have those um, afternoon crashes anymore. All his clothes fits better. It's even falling. All of his clothes is falling. So I forgot what the whole point of this was. But oh yeah, <laughs> step number 15. I was saying how this might be a little bit challenging for some of you. But if you're highly motivated to live a healthier lifestyle, this really shouldn't be a big deal. Step number 15 is start bringing your own meals to family events, eat before parties, and bring your own snacks. So I do this all the time. Whenever there's a barbecue at my mother-in-law's house, whenever there is whatever at my mother-in-law's house, sometimes we even go out to restaurants where I have nothing to eat. I bring my own food to the restaurant and I sit down with my own food. I eat before if I really don't feel like eating there or I don't want to eat in front of people or I'm really just tired of everybody asking me what I'm eating or why why are you eating that or do you want this or do you want that? I literally just, sometimes I'm not into it. Sometimes I'm not, you know, in the mood to be answering all these questions. Like I'm just trying to live my healthy life here and like just enjoy my life and to have all these questions at me all the time kind of gets annoying. So I eat before before meetings sometimes like before family events or whatever it is um but yeah just start doing this bring your own meals to family events eat before parties bring your own snacks I also bring like a protein bar from Saqqara whenever I'm traveling that's one thing or when I'm going somewhere that I'm going to be out with my family for a really long like for like the whole day I bring snacks um just so I'm like you know I'm good and I don't get like overly hungry and then whatever it is that they wherever restaurant they pick to go I just eat whatever because I'm just super hungry right I never want to get to that point where I'm just like obsessively super hangry that then I make bad decisions and then I feel bad about those bad decisions because I know I could have done better I know I could have just bought a snack I know I could have like I know I could have done better. You could always do better, right? You, you yourself, you know yourself. There's always something that you could have done different or you could have done better. Maybe not all the time. Um, but I, I'm kind of like talking to myself, you know? Like I'm not really talking to you guys. I'm talking to myself. Like I know like Judith, you could have done better. You could have made a healthier choice and you didn't. So that's what makes me feel bad. Not the eating of like the bad food, or like the greasy food because I don't really care because sometimes I'm craving a burger and then I eat a freaking burger like it's not a big deal. Like I just want it, I'll eat it. 
but I'll feel bad about the decision because I wasn't like prepared for it or I didn't make the appropriate decision or I wasn't like, I knew I could have done better, right? Um, not, not necessarily I feel so bad about eating the burger, but I feel so bad that I didn't make a healthier decision today because I didn't feel like eating a burger today, right? I didn't want to eat a burger today. I ate it because it was the only thing available. But a day that I do feel like eating a burger, I don't really care. I'll just eat it. You get what I mean? So that's step number 15. Um, once you feel comfortable, like this is a this is a step that you can kind of like still do throughout your next steps. You don't have to necessarily conquer this entire step to move on to the next one. Uh, maybe you can do it once and then just move on to the step number 16, you know, whatever. Because, I mean, who knows when you're going to go out with your family or friends. Maybe you don't do it for a really long time. So this is something to just have in your mind and just make sure you do this once and see how it feels. Step number 16. So don't feel bad for eating your not so healthy food meals. It's about balance. Just make sure you're following the 80-20 rule. Don't let processed sugar, high trans fat, basically junk food be what you consume the most. So that is step number 16. I guess step number 16, I just kind of gave you a little motivational talk. Don't feel bad if at this point you're not eating so healthy food, like so healthy food. Just don't feel bad that you're not eating like 100% healthy foods all the time, right? Don't feel bad about that. That's not what this program is about. This program is about changing your way of eating, changing your mindset, and making making decisions that are sustainable, that you enjoy, that um, get you to love eating again, and get rid of the guilt, you know, just enjoy your healthiest, best life, and that looks different for everyone. By this point, if you're not eating 100% healthy all the time, don't feel bad about that. Remember, that wasn't the point. The point was to explore new healthy foods, change some of your meals, change the base of your kitchen, be aware of healthier decisions and healthier restaurants around you, um, get some recipes, healthy recipes under your belt so you know what to cook when you want to eat healthy, um, explore healthy eating and have it stick to you in a way that is sustainable, that is looks different for everyone and Basically, at this point, if you're somebody that you wanted to get rid of sugars, you have gotten rid of them already. If you wanted to eat healthy meals two times a day, you've done that already. If you wanted to start your mornings with a healthy like smoothie or fruits or oatmeal, you're doing that already. So at this point, you're already looking like your healthiest life, right? And that doesn't necessarily mean that you're eating plants, vegetables, and fruits 100% of the time. It can be an 80-20 type of thing, right? It can be like the week you're eating healthy and the weekend you're just living your best life, right? So don't feel bad about sometimes eating a box of cookies. I have, if you do have them be organic and clean, that is my, just the only thing that I ask of you. If you're going to eat a burger, have it be 100% organic grass-fed burgers. If you're going to eat a bread, have it be like a sourdough whole grain bread. If you're going to eat a cereal, have it be a sugar-free um, whole wheat, clean, minimal ingredients, maybe some chickpea flour cereal. If you're going to eat um, cookies, have it be like super um, minimal ingredients cookies. And you can find all of these great alternative foods that we love eating like cereals cookies pastas um burgers we can find all of this in a good supermarket which is whole foods sprouts you can also eat a hundred percent grass bread for burger i think in i think in burgerfy um yeah i think in burgerfy but you can you know look around where there's a hundred percent grass-fed organic burger eat that instead so basically you're still eating um, what you want when you want to, but just the healthy version of it, right? Um, if you want an ice cream, eat a freaking ice cream, but just have it be no high fructose corn syrup, no sugar. It can be coconut sugar, you know, like just the healthy version of what you're craving. Eat it, 
You know, there's a whole bunch of healthy pizzas out there. Me and Alfredo have explored them all because pizza is one of the things that he has struggled with the most. And I can tell you there is really yummy, vegan, healthy pizza. So that's something that he's been eating, that he's been enjoying. And it's something he's like, dude, this tastes like a pizza. Like, what? You know? And we buy vegan chicken as well that sometimes we're just like, this tastes like chicken. Like, they're, <laughs> what is this? So... There's a lot of alternatives out there. We are so blessed to be living in this century and this time where there is alternatives, healthy alternative now to everything, society, and things are really turning around for those that are wanting to make healthier choices. I know that when I first started being a vegan and eating healthy, there was no restaurants that I can go to to do this. So I literally just abandoned all restaurants. I let go of the idea of eating at restaurants and then... I think last year, I started noticing all these vegan restaurants, these vegan options, these like places that I never thought would have, like Pollo Tropical. It's like a, a chain here now in, in Miami that sells food. And I never thought that they would have vegan meat. And they do. They have vegan meat. So it's kind of like changing now for those of us that want to make healthier choices um and it really helps right because now we have options now i have options when i go out to eat step number 17 pay attention to boredom eating and emotional eating so this is the last step there is a whole bunch of other things that i could have said guys but i wanted to keep this at least 17 steps because this is a lot of steps but if you are interested in this series of me adding more steps to this, I can most definitely do that if you just want to keep going and keep living that healthier lifestyle and keep making healthier choices and keep changing your mindset and just keep evolving your life. I could most definitely do more, more um, steps to this program. But for now, I'm going to end it at 17. Um, pay attention to boredom eating and emotional eating. So for this step, I can go on and on about this step because this step has so much to do with connecting to your body, with intuitive eating, with checking in with your emotions, with being true to yourself, not lying to yourself, and um, really just paying attention and waking up because sometimes we just go through life and go through our day in zombie mode and we're just in autopilot and we sometimes do not even know why we're eating. So this is a big one for me, for myself. I realized last year that I did a lot of boredom eating and a lot of emotional eating and a lot of anxious eating, which, which you know falls under the branch of emotional eating. I noticed that around 7 p.m. or 8 p.m. I started to get hungry and I thought it was just because I was hungry right even though I had all my meals even though I had um I've been you know nourishing myself very well and it's not like I was under eating I wasn't but I was in this stage where I was like intuitive eating and I was like, yeah, I'm just going to eat whenever I'm hungry and, you know, I'm just going to listen to my body and if at 8 p.m. I'm hungry, I'm going to eat. You know, it's not a big deal, which it isn't. It's not a big deal. If you're hungry, eat. But if the main source of your hunger is not hunger, it comes from an emotional state or you want to be or you want to feel com comforted or you want to feel loved or you're bored, there's there's no you know, you shouldn't eat. That's not, that's not a indication to eat. You know, it's your body trying to comfort itself. It's your body trying to show love to itself. Is your body just, um, maybe feeding the parasites of like, cause you know, parasites live off of sugar. And if you're craving sugar at night, maybe your parasites are just hungry. You want to kill them, die them out. And you just want to, um, not feed them sugar or like wheat or gluten so they can die already so i went through a detox stage where i didn't eat sugar at all and i mean nothing no honey no agave no coconut nectar no date syrup zero sugar in my diet no gluten no carbs 
no carbs i mean like pasta breads nothing because i really wanted these little suckers to die and just not have me crave sugar every single night i stopped eating bananas and this has really really controlled my my sugar craves like i don't crave sugar as much as i used to and sometimes it's just like non-existing like i don't crave sugar at all and i used to be like a freaking ice cream cake eating fudge brownie cookie lover type person right like i can eat the most sugary obnoxious thing that you can think of and i will eat it and i would love it so sometimes it's a parasite sometimes it's just overgrowth sibyl like um small intestinal bacteria overgrowth sometimes it's a gut issue you know your microbiome and whatever it is you always have to pinpoint what it is right but we're, we're what i'm talking about is paying attention to boredom eating and emotional eating now the way that i did this is you're gonna want to sit down when you're hungry and the best way to do this is no because there's it's it's always it's very broad okay like this can happen in the morning this can happen in the afternoon this can happen after a meeting like you can be hungry literally whenever you're hungry right so i cannot pinpoint this for you what i can do is give you a lot of like a a little scenario like right before i have a lot of tasks i have to do i get hungry i notice that i get hungry before i have to do a whole bunch of things because i'm anxious because of all the things that I have to do. So I'll sit down and eat. And then I notice that by doing this, I prolong the things that I had to do. I'm comforting myself with food and also because of my anxiety. And then when I'm done eating, I'll do what I have to do. But I noticed this pattern myself. I sat down and I kind of said to myself, why am I hungry? You have to you have to pay attention to your body. You have to kind of wake up into your body and you have to see your your um, habits and your routine and why it is the way that it is. So my thing was, why is it that I always get hungry before I have to do a million things? Why? And that was my why. I sat down, I journaled. I really paid attention to my emotions, my feelings, and um, when I when I sat down to eat, I didn't put anything on TV. I didn't read anything. I wasn't on my phone. I was literally just eating. That way, I can really see if what I'm eating, I'm enjoying, or I'm like, I really don't want to eat this. I'm not hungry, you know. Because if you're sitting in front of the TV and you're eating, you're just gonna eat. But if you're like sitting down with your food and the quiet is totally different, guys. You're going to be like, I'm not really hungry. Like you're so connected to your food and you're so connected to what you're doing at the moment that you're like, I'm not hungry. I'm just sad. Like I'm not hungry. I'm just anxious. You know, I'm not hungry. I'm, I really don't want to eat. I'm just bored, you know. So I would say eat alone. Not alone, but eat in the quiet. Don't have any distractions. This is really going to help you understand where you're, where the source of your hunger is coming from. That's one step. The next step is to like right before you're hungry, like maybe at 8 o'clock or at nighttime, you're a night eater. Do not go to the kitchen. And this is going to be super hard at first. And you're going to fail multiple times at first. And it doesn't mean that you're failing, but it means that you're getting better and you are aware of the problem and you're in the process of fixing it. So just because I say fail, it doesn't mean anything. It just means that you are on the process of fixing your situation, of fixing your behavioral habits, of changing your behavioral habits, of understanding why you do certain things. And at the beginning, you're not always going to get it right the first time, but you have to fail multiple times in order to get better. Like you're just not better, you know? And if you're failing, that means that you are aware of the problem and you're aware that it's not, that you're not doing good at first, but then that's the whole process of getting better. You know, you're going to fail a little bit at the beginning. You're going to get better. Um, at, in, during the evening, if you get hungry, Sit down with yourself and ask yourself, why am I hungry? And then really sit with your emotions. Go through what happened to you throughout the day. Take out your journal and write. Sometimes you'd be so surprised to just start your journal with, I am hungry because blah, blah. 
And then guys, sometimes it will come out. It will come out in your handwriting why it is that you're hungry. So I found out that I get hungry in the evening. Well, before I would get hungry in the evening because I was bored. Because I wanted some stimulation. Because I was tired of just looking at the TV. Because I wanted to comfort myself. Because I was sad. Because I was um, anxious. Because I wanted to feel loved. So these are all things that I associated food with during the evening. And you can do this by journaling. You can do, in, you can do this by sitting down first with yourself alone. Maybe, maybe in a meditative state or just in the couch alone, sitting alone, no distractions. With your hunger and sit with your hunger and see where the source of your hunger is coming from. Um, sometimes guys, you really didn't eat enough during, during the day. It's not a big deal. Go and eat like a really nice meal. Like sometimes I'll just re-eat what I ate for lunch or what I ate for dinner, or I'll make myself a smoothie bowl, or I'll make myself a, an, a ice cream or a protein shake, or I'll have a bowl of cereal sometimes if I'm really into it. Um, or I'll have like my Brussels sprout tacos. And that's the, that's the beauty of having healthy meals at hand. Because if you do get hungry at night, because you didn't fulfill, you know, your nourishment throughout the day, maybe you didn't eat enough, um, you can always just eat and then eat healthy, you know, eat something that's going to nourish you, that's going to sustain you, and you don't have to feel bad about it. So that is step number 17. Pay attention to boredom eating and emotional eating. Be aware of your eating cues. Be aware of why you get hungry. Um, work on those eating habits that you have, whether you are eating out of boredom, out of anxiety, out of depression, out of anger. Um, sometimes we, we associate crunching with anger. So at night, if you just feel like eating chips or eating something that's crunching, it's because you are holding on to some type of anger throughout the day or some type of frustration. And then that is what we associate crunching with. It like kind of alleviates that um emotional state that we're in which is like frustration and like that negative energy or like anger i used to love crunching 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 at nighttime so i knew that i had to work on kind of like my frustration and anger throughout the day or whatever anger it was that i was carrying with me all the time and i have to like expose myself to my own anger and see what it was that i was dealing with Food and eating has a lot to do with cultural habits, the way we were raised, our emotional state, the way that um, maybe our family taught us to eat. Um, eating is a source of way to like bond. So whenever you guys feel like bonding, you eat, you know. And um, this is something my family, Alfredo's family does. They eat when they want to bond, and I don't eat when I bond. I eat out of nourishment, you know. So then whenever they're eating, they're having their bonding moment. I am there. I am bonding with them. I am talking to them, you know. But that doesn't mean I have to eat. So you don't have to eat whenever somebody tells you you have to eat. You eat whenever you want to. It is your body. It is your self-nourishment. And um, the last thing you want to do is eat when you're not hungry. You know, that's going to... Um, mess up the cues in your body and your hunger cues are going to mess up as well the last thing you want to do is eat just because everybody else is eating um, you can just politely say I'm not hungry and bond with them in another way so there's a lot of things that we can kind of bond food to whether it be um, parties holidays family gatherings um, connection, emotional state. So we want to get food to be a, a, a point of just self-nourishment. We eat because we need our vitamins, we need our minerals. We need to nourish our body for our for our health, for our glow, for our, for our state of mind, for our emotional state. Um, like, because obviously, if you're low on magnesium, you can be sad, you can get depressed. So maybe uptaking, like eating more spinach and adding more magnesium to your diet 
helps with that so that's what i mean when when i say eat for kind of like the emotional side of yourself because we are also hormones and we also have um our days when we need more food for our mood like dark chocolate really helps for our mood i am somebody that struggles with like lows i get really low lows and i notice it's because my body just needs more magnesium than most so that's why I eat a lot of dark chocolate and a lot of spinach and I drink magnesium from moon juice because it really just helps me stay happy throughout my day. I'm um, just like chemically, I don't work that way. I just need more magnesium, right? So finding the right nourishment for you, eating for nourishment, eating intuitively, intuitively so eating when you're hungry. Um, don't eat when you're not hungry, just don't. And yeah, basically untying all the ties that we have with eating and any other thing that is not associated with just eating for nourishment right um but yeah if you want to if you're out with your friends like i said everything is balanced if you're out with your friends and they're eating and you kind of started craving it or whatever it is like the taco or the pizza you only live once and it does more harm to you to not eat something and feel bad about it. You know, like when you eat something in a good state, when you eat something and you're super happy about it and you're having a great time and you just have a lot of good energy around you and you're radiating good vibes and you eat in this state, it's good. It is proven that when you eat something, whether it's good or bad, in the state which with you eat it in, is the result whether your body holds on to that food and doesn't let it go, creating fat, creating it to be stored in your body, or whether it just passes through your system and you just eliminate it nicely. So the state in which you eat really has a toll in the way that we digest our foods. So if you're anxious, I would also say don't eat. I This is something I struggled with. I was always eating anxious, always, always eating with like frustration and anxiety and no wonder I would always hold on to the food in my system so I really had to learn how to like when I was hungry but I was anxious I really had to wait and kind of meditate and I would not eat until I seriously did feel peaceful until I felt right to eat because I knew that if I was going to eat stressed anxious mad or like in a hurry my stomach was going to blow I was going to get super frustrated after. That's just the mood that I get into when I eat already anxious. I get even more anxious, even more frustrated. I tend to hold on to that weight, to that food. It does. I, I have a hard time eliminating the food. So I noticed that by sitting down alone and just paying attention to my food and eating in like a peaceful gratitude state, the food just kind of like passes through me and I can kind of see the effects of the vitamins and minerals that I'm eating and that I'm nourishing myself with in my skin and my hair it just it becomes more obvious it's like my body really does take all the the vitamins and minerals that are inside of these foods and really takes them and works with them opposed to eating anxious and then not really seeing results in my body and just feeling bloated you know, my thought, my body wasn't in a state to really metabolize food. So yeah, that's kind of like a little anecdote. Um, I kind of fell off topic there. But that is the last step, guys. I really hope that you enjoyed this step-by-step healthier version of yourself guide. I'm so happy for all of you that are listening. And thank you so much for always tuning in. If you have a minute, please, I would it would mean so much to me if you would review this podcast. I'm. You can also review the podcast now on Spotify. They have a, like a star review option where you can give it a star review. Whatever it is that you guys can do today, it would really support the podcast. It would make me so happy. It would keep me motivated. And I also do want to see your you guys. I want to hear feedback from you guys, whatever it is that you want to hear, whatever it is that you would like me to work on whatever it is that you want me to know in any way that how I affect your life how this podcast has helped your life um what you look forward to in my podcast in my episodes it just means so much to me to for you to reach out and kind of like make a connection with me and and review the podcast right so I 
would appreciate that greatly. I love you all. And I'll see you next Friday, guys. I am on YouTube. I am on Instagram. I am on TikTok. Everything is linked on the show notes, episodes. You just have to scroll down a little bit from the episode and it'll be right there. You, My whole life is linked. So I'm doing vlogs on YouTube. I'm doing TikTok and I'm doing uh, Instagram reels. I'm really into fashion for now i'm really into like expressing myself through my style at the moment so i'm doing a lot more of like style content um and and like um vlogging type videos or reels and like inspirational reels i'm really into those at the moment i just love creating things that i can look at and kind of see myself and kind of, like kind of see my my life through like a romanticized lens and i'm really enjoying making reels with style and like of my life at the moment so i hope you guys are enjoying that too and that's it have a lovely day guys happy friday enjoy your weekend you got this love you all kisses bye